Well, today's conversation is kind of a tough one because Tracy, we're going to talk about when you're taking your loved one off life support. Mm -hmm. You know, and in fact, we we want to do this uh, this topic and encourage families if you're faced with this situation to maybe even sit down, certainly as a family, um, but maybe even sit down with your loved one, your mom, your dad, whatever, grandma, grandpa, and you're having to make this really hard decision. Now, Tracy, we've had to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, as a pastor, I've had to be in, in the hospital room many times with families and couples who are wrestling with this. Mm-hmm. And as a counselor, of course, I think you have some stuff to add to this topic as well. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a tough place to be. Emotions certainly are running high. Loss, death is scary. It's not fully understood. You know, afterlife, there's just a lot of things that we just don't have. We're just one-dimensional people. We just can't Mm -hmm. understand the afterlife. And we have the hope of heaven. As a Christian, I believe wholeheartedly that when I die, I'm going to be in the presence of Jesus in heaven. But I don't know exactly what that looks like. I haven't been there. I haven't experienced it. I can't talk to someone that's there. So I think for families, when you're confronted with the end of an earthly life, it gets scary in that last moment. Like, I don't want to let them go. Yeah. So again, families, we encourage you to to listen to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you might not have, have a pastor uh, to come and help you with this conversation, or maybe your pastor doesn't really know how to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. And we've, like I've said, we've done this many times. I've, I've got some families in mind, even just right now. Um, and it was a beautiful, I guess I want to start with this. It was a beautiful moment in se- several different cases. I, I helped counsel a family to go ahead and make this hard decision. But before we even answer some of the biblical questions people ask, Tracy, I guess one of the questions is just from a counseling perspective, what, why is this such a hard decision for mm-hmm. you know, the son or the daughter or the family that has to make this right. decision? Well, I think it just, on the base of it, it feels like, am I making a decision to end someone's life prematurely? Mm-hmm. And is that my right to do that? And am I playing God and making that decision? How do I know how many days, you know, for me personally, I have a grandmother that we're in that situation right now today. Mm-hmm. How do you know if this is the right decision to make? Or are we playing God by saying, we're going to make the decision to take her off of machines? Right. But the truth is, this is what's hard, is technology, as beautiful and amazing as technology mm-hmm. is, which is all God-given in the end anyways, it's, it creates more issues when it comes to, is our technology the thing that keeps people alive mm-hmm. versus if we didn't have some of that technology, they naturally would have passed anyways. Right. Yeah, so let me give a pastoral answer to questions who are... Re- yeah, so let me give a pastoral answer to people who are asking these questions. You know, you're a Christian and you're saying, am I playing God, right? You mm-hmm. brought this up. And so pastorally, again, I've had to say this many times. Um, I say, listen, if if it's a matter of life support mm-hmm. and there's there's no quality, and every every family has to make this decision for themselves, okay? But this is my my pastoral advice, and I've actually given this in many cases to many families. I would say that... It is, don't be selfish to keep your mom or dad or grandma or grandpa alive because you want to keep them alive. Mm -hmm. I think that if the only thing keeping them alive is technology or life support, then I think you need to really consider, 
is this quality of life going to going to be good for my loved one mm-hmm. and uh, or do i just want to keep my loved one here because because i'll have a hard time dealing with the emotions of it right yeah it's hard to it's hard to know the difference because it, you know, you don't want to use the word selfish. It's not like it's mm-hmm. a terrible selfish thing that you want to keep your loved one around longer. But to your point, this is the thing. If the quality of life is really no life at all, if it's going to be that your loved one is just kind of um, more sedated or, you know, tethered to these machines as mm-hmm. the only thing that keeps their heart beating right. or their lungs taking in and out air, I don't know that that's. I don't think that sounds very natural to right. me. If the body is meant to, the heart's meant to pump and the lungs are meant to fill with air and and to breathe. And when the function of that in our organs stops, that's not, that's not really life anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So pastorally, here's how I've answered that question. You know, I just had a good friend of mine. His mom was in this situation. Uh, other than the fact that her heart couldn't work on its own, mm-hmm. she looked healthy. She seemed, she was older. And uh, again, the, the question he had was, I don't know, should, should we do this? Should we take her off the machines? And, and here's what I'm saying to families, if you're listening to this right, right now, as a pastor, if it were my mom, I would take her off the machine. Mm-hmm. And I would feel good about that. And I would feel like God, God honors that choice and God is happy with that choice. And the, the positive thing about that, Tracy, is, and this, this happened three or four different mm-hmm. times with these families. It is one of the most beautiful moments, families, I want you to hear this. It is one of the most beautiful moments when you can come around your your mom or your dad, your loved one, and say, hey, we think it's okay for you to go. Mm-hmm. We, we've prayed about it. And, you know, so I think family members, you have to give permission to your loved one. Mm. And, and, and it's, so it's good for you to have this conversation and give permission to your loved one. And your loved one can... I think then feel more confident mm-hmm. and more at peace right. with that decision. And that those last moments together, that last day or a few days, however long, man, it's such a beautiful time for the family. I, Tracy, this is the way pr- right. personally I would prefer to go is to have an opportunity to love my family, say goodbye to my family. And then again, doctors are going to make sure it's you're comfortable and then just to slip away into the presence right. of God. I think that is, even when I reflect back on it, it is one of the most beautiful um, moments for a family. Death is death comes to all of us, but as followers of Jesus, we don't have to be afraid of death. Yeah, and I think that that's a good thing to think about. Like, death is hard no matter what, <clears throat> but in these situations, there's beauty in being able to say goodbye. You know, when people die in car accidents or have a massive heart attack, it's like abrupt and there was no chance. Like maybe you left the house that day and you you didn't get to say, I love you. You know, in this scenario, even though it's hard to make a decision to say, let's remove support that's keeping this person alive, but it gives you a time, like you said, to just to say, we love you. We're ready for this. You're ready for this. Go be with Jesus. We're going to be okay. Um and there can be more meaningful closure that way because you have more time. And that's a gift. Right. Even though it's a hard situation, that really is a gift. Yeah. I want to read this verse from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 14. It says, For since we believe that Jesus died and was raised to life again, we also believe that when Jesus returns, God will bring back with him the believers who have died. And then he says in verse 18, so encourage each other with these words. Mm-hmm. And what what the author, Paul, in this case is saying here is that as Christians, we don't have to look at death as this scary final thing. And 
it, the reason he's saying this to the church in Thessalonica is he's saying, I want you to be encouraged as followers of Jesus. In another place, Paul said, we do not grieve as those who have no hope. And so grief is normal and natural and it's going to happen. But but if your loved one knows Jesus mm-hmm. and loves Jesus, then it really is a time of celebration, gathering around that 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 bedside with grandmas, grandpas, you know, with uncles, aunts, with kids, grand, whoever can be there for this. And maybe that's what a family has to decide is, mm-hmm. when should we do this? Let's just make sure as many people as can be there. And it just becomes an, a, a beautiful yeah. celebration a moment. service of sorts. Yeah. yeah. Turn Reads, on worship music. That's and what we've done. Yeah. We turn on some worship music. We pray. Mm-hmm. It's good for kids and grandkids mm-hmm. to, 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 I mean, what a teaching moment to say, we're not afraid of death. Yeah. Right. Because we know grandma or grandpa, we know that they've trusted Jesus for salvation. So I think it's important, Tracy, as a counselor, you'll probably add to this, is we still want to encourage everyone to grieve. It's right to grieve. Absolutely. But there's a different way of grieving as Christians. We grieve with hope. Yes. We don't grieve without hope. Correct. And everyone's process of grief after the loss will look different. Mm-hmm. So don't panic if one sibling or a parent seems right. like they're moving through the stages of grief quicker. Like it, It's a process, and it'll be a lifetime yes. of just remembering and thinking, like, gosh, I, I miss this. It might be a smell, a song, something that triggers a memory. Right. Embrace those moments and grieve that. That's normal. But remember, like you said, we grieve with hope, though, because your loved one, if they're a follower of Jesus, they are finally alive. Right. Yeah, and I want to just say one last thing for this. And again, families, I hope that you're listening to this either with your family or even with your family and the loved one who is mm-hmm. who is waiting to see Jesus and i always do this for everyone who's in this situation i want to make sure that you know that the reason we can grieve with hope is because our hope is in Jesus Christ we've placed our faith in Jesus Christ so even if the person went to my church for 20 years, I still say, I want to make sure you know what's on the other side. Are you mm-hmm. ready to meet Jesus? Mm-hmm. Have you trusted Jesus for salvation? Even if I know for sure, I think that's a great question to ask um, grandma or grandpa, mom or dad. And if, if, you're, if you're there and you haven't, you're not sure, there's no reason not to have that conversation, put your faith in Jesus Christ, even if it's for the 20th time. Do it with your loved ones. Confess, profess your faith in Jesus. In fact, we'll put a link below this audio to that conversation. We, we, we call it getting to your faith moment, the moment when you place your faith in Jesus Christ. And I would even encourage you with, with your pastor, with, with a, a, maybe a, a dad or grandpa or someone, an uncle or an aunt or someone who has great faith to articulate that, to profess that, because again, it's a teaching moment for everyone mm-hmm. in the room. I do this with the whole family in the room. I look at the kids and the grandkids, and I say, the reason your grandma is going to be with Jesus in heaven isn't because your grandma's a, a perfect person. It's because your grandma has placed her faith in Jesus Christ. And what a moment to affirm that in front of the whole family. Mm-hmm. So again, to sum up, Tracy, I think it's a hard decision. It's a hard place to be but it can be one of the most beautiful memories for your whole family. So families, if you're listening to this and you're currently facing that situation, we just encourage you, use those questions below and talk about it as a family. Process this together and make the decision that's right for you.